Basketball season is finally back, which means season two of the Shooter's Touch is as well. Drake and Northern Iowa have had a couple games under their belt. Brian and I will dive into the ups and the downs from both of those games, as well as the future outlook for both of those teams in the 2019-2020 season. We had a couple new segments to the podcast and also have a couple great guests coming up this season. So we hope you enjoy it. Season two of the Shooter's Touch starts now. Welcome back, everybody, to another season of the Shooter's Touch. We are finally into basketball season, Brian. I could not be more excited for season two of Shooter's Touch. Yeah, I'm excited for it, too. It seems like it's uh, it's been a little bit here. We had a, had a good offseason, got a few things in place, and had a couple good interviews, but ready to get back into into basketball and talking hoops. Yeah, we um, just for the listeners out there, you know, last year uh, we – we made a decision that, you know, we're going to try to dive more into Drake and you and I basketball, um, along with covering, you know, some Iowa state and Iowa and some smaller schools here and there, but, uh, you know, the, the Bulldogs and the Panthers are where we're going to focus this year. And, um, you know, let's just, let's just jump right into it here, Brian. We got the Panthers at two and all right now and the Bulldogs at one and one, um, obviously early in the season, saw some, have seen some good, have seen some bad from both teams. Um, you know, what have you seen that you've liked so far? Yeah, so you know, looking at on the UNI side of things, caught the caught their opening game, and um, you know, I was really impressed with what they were able to do defensively. Um, probably more than anything, you know, they struggled on the offensive end. Both teams kind of did, and um, maybe a little bit more sl- uh, sloppy play out of the Panthers than what we're kind of used to seeing. And so, um, you know, a few things to work through, but it's early in the year. Um, you know, they played two good opponents here in their first two games and came out with the victory. And so that's, you know, that's really all you can ask for. I think two more depth, more size, um, obviously getting five back and, and, and having some of their guys healthy and, and ready to go. will will make a big difference, uh, you know, for that team moving forward. Um, you know, likewise on the other side is kind of keeping with that theme as far as depth. I, I do think that Drake is going to be a much deeper team this year. Um, you know, first game came out and made 17 threes, shot the ball really well, just came out of the gate and played really well in the home opener, uh, which was definitely encouraging. And so it'll be good to see. Obviously, tonight kind of took one on the chin, and uh, I know we'll get into it a little bit more, but that that was just a kind of a tale of, of two levels there against Cincinnati at home tonight. Yeah, and I completely agree with you um, about you and I, especially. You know, I was at the, I was at game number one against Old Dominion, um, and I think. You know, as far as Old Dominion goes, they were an NCAA tournament team last year that I believe lost two two players that that had or um, that played a lot on on the team. So they were they were definitely a good team. And you and I did struggle on the offensive end. I think they ended up going six for thirty or so from the three point line uh, with been making three of those um you know anytime you struggle that much from the three-point line it's it's going to be tough to win but I feel like the flow of the game the flow of their offense was you know 10 times better than what I saw last year um you know with the second year being with his offensive scheme and you know I feel like on the defensive end there uh they played as a UNI team would on 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 that side of the ball um you know, you, you mentioned Austin Fife coming back and there were a couple times where Old Dominion got it down low and um and and they tried you know, and they tried to go through Fife and that just didn't work. And you know, think about the <clears throat> the players who played a lot last year, I think that, you know, they would have given up a little more ground in those situations. So it's good to have him back. Um 
as far as Drake goes, yeah, I mean, it was these first two games were kind of a tale of two different uh, opponents. I think um, I didn't necessarily watch a lot of the of the first game, but I saw the you know stat line and as you mentioned, seventeen threes. That's that's huge. Played in Cincinnati at Cincinnati here tonight, and um, I watched the majority of that game. And you know, they they just ran into a better, more athletic team. Um, I did really like to see that they continued to play Drake basketball through the entire 40 minutes, um, you know, scrappy, tough, and fast, uh, no matter what, what the score was. Um, and so that's, that's, uh, you, you know, as I mentioned, like to see that, you know, but it was, it was a tough game for them. Um, and now they, uh, you know, have something to, I've learned from and, and I build, build upon, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. I we'll we'll dive into the Bulldogs here a little bit more and and talk even more about that game tonight. But uh, you know, flipping back to the Panthers, and as we look here moving forward, um, you know, two two um, good opponents here in um, Old Dominion and uh, Northern Northern Illinois to start with. But the the rest of their non-con, um, or at least this week, looks a little bit easier. What do you see for the Panthers here moving forward? Yeah, you know, I think you're right. They got uh, this Wednesday coming up. They they have Cal State Bakerfield, um, and then and then uh, next weekend they have Northern Colorado, which I believe both those teams, from what I've read about, uh, are 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 down this year, and it helps that you know they're they're at 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 home for both of those um <clears throat> and hopefully you know mention that they know the bulldogs can have something to build upon now hopefully the panthers can continue the momentum going um you know Im- improve on the offensive end every, every game and keep it keep it up on the defensive end and you know i think they're going to have a have a pretty uh have a pretty good at least non- non-conference schedule here coming up yeah, and then looking looking even further ahead, obviously, um, really aren't or shouldn't, I guess, at least get challenged until West Virginia, it looks like, which is um, will be a good little test for them because I believe they go to West Virginia. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be anxious to see here. Obviously, um, you know, off to a good start for the Panthers. Hopefully they take care of business and, you know, roll into that uh, that West Virginia game at, uh, you know, 6-0 and and, and see what happens from there. Yeah, and I think that that you know those those games, West Virginia, they play at Colorado um, here coming up as well. And I think that for for mid majors like you and I, you know, some of the of the schools who have had a lot of of success in the last five or six seven years, it's hard to get those games on the schedule. So I know that you know, coaching staff is probably excited about that. Schools excited about that, and I'm 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 definitely excited about it. So um, you know, shifting gears. T- to the Bulldogs, Drake, um, you know, they, you know, as we mentioned, just kind of had the, had their way with Kennesaw state and, um, you know, tonight kind of, kind of ran into a buzzsaw with Cincinnati. What do you see coming up for them? Yeah. You know, we talked, we talked a little bit about it, obviously in the home, the home opener, they came out and, you know, took care of business right away. Um, you know, a little bit of what we expected as far as from the guys coming back, you know, DJ Wilkins played really well, shot the ball really well. That was probably one of the things that I was most impressed with. Um, you know, last year, last year, his role was, was kind of to be out there and to oftentimes guard one of the best players and take care of the basketball and pick his spots. And, you know, it looked like in the, in the opener, it was more, more his team to kind of come out and, you know, went four for four for seven from behind the arc and led the team with 19 and, and, and really just, just looked like he was playing with a lot of confidence and like in that role. And so, so that was good to see. And, you, you know, you mentioned it too. Obviously this is a team that's definitely going to 
continue to get out and push the ball and, and press and uh, um, try to try to put pressure and try to put pressure on teams and and you know get out and um, see if they can get layups and and I, and I think they did. I also think too. We also talked about the depth. Um, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, perfect example is Noah Thomas. You know, after after the injury to Norton last year came in and, and started pretty much the remainder of the year, and and now he's a, he's a kid that's coming off the bench, but you know brings that experience and and obviously explosiveness too and so you know big thing big thing for the bulldogs is is going to be just getting everybody back obviously they're they're down one murphy twin and so you know after his five game suspension once he comes back that's going to help um and then they uh you know have a few other guys transfer uh guy was a big kid from clinton i forget forget his name but he, he you know he just started practicing this week um oh. You know, and his his size six ten, six eleven will uh, will be big because they're 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 just struggling inside. You know, Liam Robbins I think is going to is going to be more than suitable for him this year going through the valley, but uh, definitely got exposed exposed tonight. Um, like you said, just ran into a team that was just bigger and more athletic, and you know, Cincinnati played Ohio State in their opener and and did not shoot the ball well, and so it looked like um, the Bulldogs were. We're, we're scheming for that and we're going under screens and stuff to start with and and Cincinnati came out shot the ball really well and got a lead and then uh the physicality and and athleticism just kind of took over um tonight so yeah, it was a l- little tough to watch there um in stretches but like you said obviously the kids continue to compete and they continue to work hard um you know I do think it's one of those things that watching the second half of the game tonight that you know that coaching staff's really going to have to kind of take a look at that roster and see about uh possibly mixing things up to make sure your best players are on the floor well you're exactly right and you know a couple things you mentioned there i mean dj wilkins yes is gonna have an expanded role um over the course of this year and you know anytime you come from you know, freshman, sophomore year role is hopefully going to expand. But um, I've been to a couple a couple games. One was the inter squad scrimmage. The other one was the exhibition against Upper Iowa. Um, and especially in the inter squad scrimmage, you know, DJ Wilkins, I I felt shot the ball very well um, and with a lot of confidence. And you could just see that he had more confidence moving up the court. You know, on the defensive end. Um, and then in the Upper Iowa game, didn't see much much playing time because I believe he actually got his tooth knocked out in that game. Um, I've been in contact with DJ and he's, he got the, to- he got the tooth back in apparently and everything's fine. Um, however, yeah, I mean, his, his, his role is definitely going to expand, whether that be, you know, as a shooter, as a defender um, and overall as a leader. So, um, and then the other thing I've noticed is, is, you know, Liam Robbins uh, has, has played, hundred times better than what I saw him play last year. Uh, just in those two opportunities, I've had to see him play in person. And then in Cincinnati tonight too. I mean, he's tall, he's large and he's learned how to shoot a three from what I've seen too. So that'll help, um, uh, on the offensive side of things. And honestly, you know, having that confidence on the offensive end helps you, um, helps you more than people would think on the defensive end. So hopefully he can be a big body down low to kind of clog up the lane. Um, and then they have, uh, have that transfer from Clinton coming back as well. So um, I hope that uh, hope that we can see some improvements here moving forward and next, next couple of games, you know, should, should allow the Bulldogs to do that. Yeah. And as you talk about that, so, you know, moving forward here this week, uh, Wednesday, they host uh, UMKC. And so that'd be a good opportunity to those guys kind of obviously get back home and, 
and kind of get back in the groove. And then uh, Simpson on Sunday um, and then Lehigh. So they, they actually have three games in a row at the nap, which, which would definitely help, um, you know, get back in the groove. And like I said, get, uh, get that suspension out of the way and, um, you know, get some, get some of these injuries. Um, what it's uh, Brady, uh, Brady Ernst. That's what is the kid's name is. Yes, correct. Yep. Yeah, and so it'd be yep. so it'd be good to get him. Um, like I said, I know he just started practicing this week, and so to be able to get him kind of out and going, and and hopefully get integrated with the system here uh, as well, just because you know they need that size um, inside it. Once, especially once you get in the valley play, and um, you know, going through one of the things that you and I really haven't even talked about either. But as we as we look ahead and look at these schedules and these non cons, it is really weird not to see Iowa, Iowa State um, on these schedules. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that that is one day that I look forward to, you know, since they started the Big Four Classic, I looked forward to that day every single year. Um so it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to fill that void. Um you know, and I you know, have had arguments with people, had agree with people, not agree with people about, you know, why that why that happened, you know, but that's that's the way it is. Um, and it is, it, it is a little weird not seeing that on there, but that's, uh, we're going to have to have to deal with it. I think for now. Yeah. Uh, even, I mean, even prior to the classic, I mean, you're just used to the home and home or something with, you know, with one of those, uh, with one of those two schools. And so when you think non-con, you, you think either Iowa State or Drake and you and I, and, and they're just not there. So yeah, it's going to take yeah. a little getting used to. It is, it is. And, um, you know, well, we want at the Shears Touch here, we want to start something new here with every podcast. Give give a couple shout outs from you know each of us, and um, you know just just you know things in the basketball world to mention that maybe not a lot of people have noticed or have the means to notice. So um, I know you have a couple shout outs on your end, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, sticking kind of with the Drake theme, um, you know, want to give a big shout out to the to the women's program. They uh, had a good win yesterday against Iowa State. You know that was that was definitely one of those those uh, early measuring stick games. And so uh, for them to be able to come out and defend the home court and, and beat a good Iowa State team is is good for the, is good for that program and um, hopefully good for this season for them. Um, also want to give a shout out to to Warburg. Um, the the men's team opened up with a with a good win over Cornell, and so they're they're off to the start that they're looking for. Um, Tuesday they take on Grinnell, uh, which will be which will be interesting. Obviously, as we know the style in which Grinnell plays, so interesting to see how that goes. And um, flipping over to more of the football side, I also got to give a shout out to to my hometown of Algona and um, those uh, those boys making it to the dome in Cedar Falls, All right. playing down there. And so so that'll be interested to to keep an eye on that and a little pulse on on how things are going with the Bulldogs as well. Nice, nice, awesome. Um, and then for me, uh, you know, growing up when I grew up playing basketball, um, you know, almost all day, every day, um, you know, one name that was very synonymous to me with a good player and with the game of basketball is Jeff Horner. Um, you know, I if, if, if you guys don't know, he's went through about with cancer here. Um, had his, has last chemotherapy treatment from what I know, uh, here the last couple of weeks and it's, it's looking good from what I've heard. So, so shout out to coach Horner. Um, you know, we, we've all been thinking about you, buddy, and hopefully, uh, hopefully things continue to progress on the right, 
uh, the right way. And then number two, as I mentioned, went to the uh, Drake against Upper Iowa men's basketball exhibition game. Um, and the head coach at Upper Iowa is my old college roommate, Brooks McCowan. Um, you know, if we're talking about, you know, high school basketball names in the state of Iowa, Brooks McCowan is up there probably in the top two or three. Um, and, you know, as a, as a player, great player, obviously great friend. And, you know, now a really good basketball coach. Um, they were without one of their, one of their top one or two players uh, got hurt in practice the night before against Drake. And they still took Drake down to, I think five or six points at the end of the game. So excited to see how, uh, how upper Iowa was going to continue to progress this year. Um, and, and to follow the Peacocks on the, on the men's side and on the women's side as well. So, so shout out to coach McCowan and the, Pe- and the Peacocks. Perfect. Those are, those are great. Obviously, you know, being in the same boat, I I'm, I'm right there with you with both those guys. Love, love to see those guys still involved so heavily with the sport and, um, you know, making a difference, uh, at their respective schools. And so, uh, yeah, no, no great shout out there. I'm excited for shout outs to be able to, uh, at least get a few names, more names out here on the pod. Um, you know, as far as uh, games here tonight, uh, just got a, got one highlighted NBA game. Probably be too late if you guys are listening to this pod. You're gonna mess it, but Raptors Clippers Clippers got to check that one out. Um, I think that's gonna be a good one, late one tonight. Um, Hawks are on right now too. Not not looking good, so we might have to <laughs> circle back and yeah, chat, chat a little that... bit about the struggle that the the Hawks have, and then the Cyclones tomorrow um right do you know i don't know yep. who they got who do they play uh you know it escapes me right now but uh big news for the cyclones today um xavier foster committed uh the the um big seven footer from oscaloosa um was apparently choosing or deciding between iowa and iowa state and ended up going with the clones today um so big news for them and probably a big get as far as the recruiting uh the recruiting spectrum goes to yeah one one other piece uh so by the way northern illinois is who is who iowa state has um so it'll be interesting to see how that stacks up uh, absolutely with you and i just playing them but um as far as on the news front too i i heard some whispers today of um nick norton possibly getting picked up by the g league uh, oh really yeah yeah i'd heard that uh actually golden state um g league has some interest in him they want to do a further examination on the knee um and see where everything's at with that but uh you know if that all comes to fruition and it is true obviously he'll be faced with a tough decision that might be very easy because you know, don't know don't know norton personally but from what i can tell he's a he's a basketball junkie so if he gets an opportunity to play again i i would assume he'll go ahead and take it so that's that's awesome well we're we're uh wishing you the best nick that'd be that'd be pretty cool um well Hey, we appreciate everybody listening as we as as we usually do. You know, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. We are at Shooters Touch IA, and we just love to to jam out on some basketball talk and um, you know hear your thoughts on the podcast. And we will um, looking forward like like Brian mentioned before. We have a lot of good stuff coming, a lot of good guests on the pod coming up soon, and uh, just you know trying to trying to integrate Drake and you and I a little bit more into your minds, into your ears. So. We appreciate the time and we will talk to you soon.